Attention. It's real talk about everything for the home. Let's get ready. For homeowners, it's a conversation that includes news, tips, do-it-yourself advice, and a behind-the-scenes look into the trade. I think this is great. Yes. Yes, it is. From LCS Heating and Cooling, this is Talkin' Trades. Real talk with Renee Lucas. Hi, and welcome to Talkin' Trades. I'm your host, Renee Lucas, from LCS Heating and Cooling, here for real talk about the trades and your home. I'm here today with Mark Harvey, our service manager at LCS. Hey, Mark. Hi, Renee. On today's episode, we're talking about smart thermostats and things you need to know if you want to install one yourself. At LCS Heating and Cooling, we are all about lasting comfort solutions. So whatever your heating and cooling need may be, maintenance, repair, installation, we are here for you. But it's so much more than just that equipment. We really want you to be comfortable in your own home. So when thinking about humidity, dehumidification, duct cleaning, air quality, think of us here at LCS Heating and Cooling. You can find us online at lcsheatingandcooling.com. So Mark, smart thermostats are a big deal, especially for people that love technology. Let's talk for a minute about what they do. What, what are, how are smart thermostats a little bit different than a typical digital programmable thermostat? Well, typically the only difference is that you can connect them to the internet and if depending on the manufacturer of that thermostat, there are certain like graphs that you can I don't know how you can call that. You, I guess you could just track your usage on the on the web yeah. and on the apps and all that good stuff. The uh, the higher end thermostats that are like really Wi-Fi that are particular for certain manufacturers, you can't really buy them or you don't really want to buy them and try to do it yourself, that's for sure. Okay. But the the connectivity of it, you know, where you can put an app on your phone, change the thermostat and on your house in Indiana while you're in Florida, that's that for some reason that makes people happy sometimes. Yeah, well I'll tell you what, it makes me happy. So well I take that back. That part makes Travis happy. So if we're <laughs> gone, he likes to turn the thermostat down to like fifty five degrees. Right. And then he likes it to be a certain temperature before we get back and he loves to mess with that on his phone. So you really do need to have a smart thermostat for those features, correct? If you're if you're like a snow bunny or a snowbird, whatever they snow call it. Snow bunny, I love it. If you're a snowbird <laughs> and you want to keep track and make sure your house isn't getting too cold, it's good for that. Okay. And it's good for, you know, like just making sure you got it where you want it when you get home. It's it, Yeah, it's great for that. Okay. I personally don't adjust mine back. So let me ask you about this. One of the features that I love on one of the thermostats is that I can play music through it. So there are some uh, fun points of it with like it connects to Alexa or I, you know, I can say, hey, Alexa, play pop music and it'll just start playing music. And the, the speaker on it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Do a lot of people know about some of those features? I'm not sure what they know, but, I mean, the Internet's there for research. If you can run your thermostat on the Internet, you might as well go ahead and read about that thermostat before you buy it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, there's there's all kinds of different features on on different thermostats. Some some that are good, some that are just basic, you know, and, and you can get a basic, a basic Wi-Fi thermostat just as easily as you can get something that's really complicated. Okay. So speaking of getting some of these, you know, obviously you can have an HVAC company come and install a smart thermostat for you. There are certain systems that are um, 
communic they're called communicating systems where they kind of talk to each other. So right. they take a very specific smart thermostat, right? Right. And communicating systems, you cannot go to Lowe's or get online and buy the thermostat unless I mean you can you can find them used or whatever, but it's not a good idea to try to do that because they use certain languages to control the functionality of the system that you have. Okay, so if you would take that communicating thermostat off, you're going to lose that functionality with your system. Yes, you can lose 65 stages of heat on some things. You Ooh. can use 65, lose 65 stages of cooling on some okay. systems. Okay, when I hear that, the first two things that come to mind are comfort and dollar signs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> losing some you're, money. I have to have that thermostat, though, to run my system. To run your system. And if you think about that, I mean, a thermostat is not just a thermostat anymore, right? I mean, it does so much. There's so much technology involved with it. There's so much you can do on it outside of just controlling the temperature of your home. Right. It's no different than purchasing a tablet or purchasing a new smart watch or something like that. Those price points are going to be very similar. Right. Yeah. So going back to where do we get these thermostats at? So you mentioned that there's some at like a Lowe's or Home Depot, Menards, you can do your home improvement stores. Um, I know utility companies, sometimes if you have different services that are done, they'll provide a smart thermostat for you, mm -hmm. HVAC companies. But then there's always that do-it-yourself option as well, especially, you know, you purchase it online or, or at a home improvement store. Are there any differences with the thermostats themselves if you get one, like, say, with either features or warranty, if you buy one online and do it yourself versus something that a provider, like an HVAC company, provides for you? Uh, the HVAC company is going to know exactly what the thermostat will do before they offer it to you. If, you, if you're looking at getting, say, just an Ecobee, since we sell those, we know what they will do. If you want to go buy an Ecobee, if you know what they will do, then by all means, go ahead and buy it. But the one that the, th that the HVAC company offers you will generally be a pro thermostat. It'll be considered by the, the manufacturer to be a pro model thermostat. And generally, they have, they have more warranty attached to those other than uh, the uh, thermostats that you can buy at Home Depot or Lowe's or the big okay. box stores. And... You can also tell it by the model number on the thermostats that you buy at the at the big box stores because they've usually got an R or some sort of different character in the model number than what we would be buying from our suppliers. Okay. So it's basically like a consumer version versus a contractor Correct. version. Okay. Yes. A lot of times, you know, contractors are, you know, you, you definitely want to find a contractor that's licensed and bonded and insured and all of that good stuff. And so that's, that too is why that warranty is a little bit different than a consumer model is right. because it's the contractor who is licensed and bonded and insured that is installing that, making sure it's the right match for the system, all Correct. that good stuff. Yep. Okay. So what do people need to know if they're installing it themselves? So is it important to know what type of furnace and AC they have? Can they just go, you know, base, you know, can I just go base my decision on features? I mean, is there anything important that they need to know before they go purchase their own thermostat or buy one online? You really, really, really should, should know exactly what type of system you have. If you have a heat pump and an air handler with backup heat, then you need to know you need to get a thermostat that can be compatible with a heat pump air handler and backup heat so they're not all just naturally compatible with all types of systems not always not okay. always it just depends and you need to make sure if you've got a one heat 
gas fur a one stage gas furnace a one stage air conditioner then a lot of the 99.9 percent of the thermostats out there will be able to control that okay you can find heat only thermostats that are wi-fi now for some reason and you can find cool only thermostats and that's not it's not like in this general market and here in indianapolis you're not going to find a cool only thermostat you'll find a right. heat only thermostat right but they and they that's are just because of our weather and stuff right. right they yeah. are out there and you just need to make sure that you're getting what your system needs to control it okay so when you were talking earlier about you could lose 65 stages of heat so you're talking about like a variable speed or a variable capacity or an inverter system or something like that that's more than just it runs on more than just full blast or off Correct. full blast or off so right. then it might come you know it might run at 30 percent of its capacity at a certain temperature outside, and then it runs at 50%, and then 70%, and then 100%, mm -hmm. or something like that. Right. So it has to be wired up correctly to the thermostat in order for all those stages to work. Correct. And the inverter systems that you're talking about, if you have an inverter system, you will have a communicating brand-specific thermostat. Okay, so that's something that if you have an inverter system installed, the great thing about inverter systems, they're efficient, they're quiet, they're, they're some of them are space savers as well, mm -hmm. and they are communicating, but with that thermostat that comes with that system, you need to leave that on there. Right, you need to use that manufacturer's communicating thermostat because okay. of the language that tells it back and forth. It doesn't old thermostats they were a switch it's either on or it's off 100 percent or zero or if it was a two-stage it'd be 60 percent or 100 percent or off communicating systems having the flexibility that they have they have to be told for each little step how much they need to be running okay so they use what's called pulse width modulation and it's a, a dc voltage signal and they vary the phase of that DC voltage to tell it, to tell the system how mm. hard to be running. So it's it, it gets pretty deep. That's technically and way above my head. It's way above a lot of people's heads. <laughs> yes. Even but, some technicians. <laughs> but you don't know that. We don't know that unless you know that. Right. Okay. And if you got that and if you spent over $12,000 on your system, generally you're going to have something like that in your okay in your home. that's good to know so say we have somebody who has just moved into their home and they have um you know what looks to them to be a basic thermostat or maybe something that's programmable they don't think it hooks up to wi-fi and they want to go and you know buy something at the store is there any way that they can tell what type of furnace and ac they have is there any way that they can tell like if they have a heat pump or an air conditioner for just the average homeowner is there a way to tell what you need the average homeowner can find out pretty much anything by calling a contractor okay and asking them by model number perhaps if, if you have a brand get in the yellow pages if you still have a yellow pages or get online and find a dealer of that brand and just call that dealer and just and find just out, like, hey, question. this is a model number. This is my model number. I've got a 13 HPX, or HPX, which is a model number. And they can say, well, that's a 13 series heat pump. So you know you need to find a heat pump. Well, how about, how about your inside, you know? You, 
if they've got that a furnace, it could be dual fuel, and you, you'd have to buy a dual fuel compatible thermostat. Mm, and so dual fuel, as we're talking that's about, that's having one. a gas furnace with a heat pump. Correct. And so those systems operate differently than having an electric furnace mm-hmm. with a heat pump. Right. So just because you have a heat pump doesn't mean that you're necessarily set on what you think. It depends on the type of furnace you have as well. This sounds like we're trying to confuse people. I know. I'm kind of confusing <laughs> myself. <laughs> and that's why you should always ask for help from professionals. Okay. So another question, Mark, on smart thermostats. So if you have an accessory like a, a whole house humidifier, do those humidifiers get wired up to those thermostats as well so they can be controlled through the thermostat, or is that usually something separate? Is there something special they need to look for if they have a humidifier, without getting too technical? <laughs> sometimes they can, and sometimes they can't. So it, would a box say that? So if somebody was at a Home, home Depot or Lowe's and they were looking at different smart thermostats, most people are going to recognize Nest or Honeywell or Ecobee because right. you can see those on the shelf, right? Right. So if they would pull up a box and turn it over, would they be able to tell if it would hook up to a humidifier? Say? They will usually tell you on the box if you can control humidifiers, dehumidifiers, okay. electronic air cleaners, what have you. Okay. So I guess the, the recommendation is to read that. It's kind of like the nutrition label. Nobody wants to go to the store and read the nutrition label, right. but it's really important. It's the same thing if you're investing in something like a smart thermostat because, you know, as Mark mentioned before, they are not cheap. We're not talking about a $50 or even a $100 thermostat. Like, you're going to spend some money on this. Pretty much, yeah. And so it's important to know what you're purchasing. Right. That's going to save you a lot of headache and it's going to save you time if you have to go return something. It could save you some warranty problems down the road. Now, something else that I know we get calls about sometimes is somebody will purchase the thermostat and they'll hook it up and nothing happens. (laughs) It doesn't turn on. The thermostat is blank. Do you have any suggestions if something doesn't work? Is there something that they could check um, before having to call like an HVAC company? Well, if you're handy enough to think you can do a, a thermostat, you should be handy enough to be able to take the panel off the furnace and check the fuse in there. Okay. And you should have been handy enough to turn the power off before you tried to change your thermostat. Ah. Because that happens a lot where people do not turn the power off to the furnace and they touch the wrong two wires together while they're wiring the thermostat up and click the little three or five amp fuse on the board inside the furnace pops. Okay. First thing to check right there. Okay. So fuse and breakers. Just check those. Breakers. If you're blowing a breaker, you're not... You've, you need to step away. You need to not even think. <laughs> you need to call a professional. Okay. Because the fuse, the breaker is line voltage and the thermostat works on control voltage, which is a lower voltage. Right. So something that I will say, um, you know, obviously, like there's a lot of things that I like to do on my own, right? First of all, some of it, it may be because I enjoy it. It might be because um, I want to save some money. There's a number of reasons why I might want to do something on my own. However, you know, always think about What's the worst case scenario if something happens that, you know, if I try something like like changing a thermostat, it may be something that, you know, like like Mark was saying, you know, pretty mechanically inclined, pretty handy. It's no problem at all. You're confident that you got the right thermostat by all means. Get that upgraded and get that smart thermostat on there. They're fantastic to have. However, if there's any question in it, if something happens that um, a fuse pops or something stops working in the in the furnace or something's wrong with the thermostat or some wires are burned up or it's not the right thermostat, you could very well end up spending more money going back and forth 
or fixing the furnace than what you would have just spent to have somebody do it. Right. Right. Yeah. So weigh those. And it's, it's completely your choice. There's not a right or wrong answer for that. You just have to weigh those pros and cons and see what is the best fit for you. All right. So, Mark, do you have anything, any last minute thoughts or anything if somebody's looking for a smart thermostat? Anything? I know that some of it for me, honestly, I'm going to look at what do I want on my wall that's going to look nice. And so aesthetics are important to me. So some of that is just, you know, you may narrow mm. down what you want by just how it looks. And then from right. there, read the boxes and figure it out. Do you have any other suggestions other than what we've talked about? Just make sure you get the right one. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing right there. Yep. And if you don't understand menus and I guess you'd say parameters, mm-hmm. some of some things some of them need to be set up with certain parameters to in order to operate the systems correctly as well. Oh. So you do have some background setup that you need to know. Okay. So it's and it walks you through that, but just knowing how to set that it, up. It the generally you can find one on find a tutorial on youtube or something like okay. that and people are watching those before they buy them gener- most of the time gotcha now i'm so glad you said that because something to keep in mind for smart thermostats there are software updates that happen regularly just right. like for your computer just like for your watch just like for anything mm-hmm. and so a lot of times when those software updates happen there will be some new features that are automatically enabled one of them that we've had a lot of calls on lately is something called is it eco plus echo plus on the ecobee Okay, and so it is a setting in which say, well, a lot of us are working from home now, and so you might be home more than what you were before, but say your thermostat is in one area of the house and you're working in another area of the house. If you don't walk by the thermostat, the thermostat thinks that you're not there, and then it basically stops heating or stops cooling to get to a different temperature. The point of it is to save you money, right? Right, right. But people are thinking that something is wrong Mm-hmm. with their air conditioner furnace and then they're calling and they're having us out and it turns out this setting has automatically been enabled after a software update and that setting this the, that particular one is also it's a way for the power company to get into their load shedding programs and when the power companies in the general in the areas where where they where they do these types of programs they actually canvas people to a lot of times they'll give them the thermostat and say this has got you know you need to let us know what your password is so we can get in there and control this on periods of high demand they used to put boxes on the outsides of the houses but now they've gone from being on the outside of your house to inside your house with your thermostat and telling you how you want to be what what the temperature should be in your house so that's a really good point too if you have a smart thermostat that was installed by your power company by your utility company chances are they will control it to it's basically to take a load off the power grid during demand times right Right, right. okay especially like in the summer when it's 95 degrees outside and everybody's running their air conditioner full blast it's just power company can't do anything in the winter time though so it's a summer thing. It's a summer thing. Okay. So something to keep in mind is that it seems like your air conditioner has been working fine and now all of a sudden it isn't. If that thermostat was installed by your power company, just check that schedule with them. It's something that you can opt out of, but it's something that is automatically set up. And so a lot of times people don't realize it. And then they end up having a service call with an HVAC company because they think their air conditioner is not working. And so same thing with those settings after software updates and things like that. So if you invest in a small 
smart thermostat, just invest some time to really learn about what the updates are doing, what, you know, what your power company, what that schedule looks like. It's all very important so that you're not spending money on a service call that's really not needed. All right. Okay. Mark, thank you so much for joining me. This was some great information about smart thermostats. They can be um, such a cool thing to have, and they offer so much, but they can be um, costly if you don't know what you're doing with them as well. Right. All right. Thanks for joining me today, Mark. No problem. At LCS Heating and Cooling, we are all about lasting comfort solutions. If it's time to upgrade your system, ask us about rebates, special financing, and our free safety package with Qualified Systems. You can find us at lcsheatingandcooling.com. From LCS Heating and Cooling, I'm Renee Lucas. Thanks for joining me today on Talk and Trades. Please subscribe for my weekly tips, advice, and real talk about your home experience. You can also find us at lcsheatingandcooling.com or Facebook. Have an awesome day. From LCS Heating and Cooling in Indianapolis, Indiana, this is Talk and Trades. Real talk with Renee Lucas. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast now and discover even more great podcasts at allindianapodcastnetwork.com.